Section 25 of The Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri. Translated by Courtney Langdon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Inferno, Canto 25. The Eighth Circle. Fraud. The Seventh Trench. Thieves. The thief, at the conclusion of his words, lifted his hands with both their figs and cried, Take that, O God, for it is to thee I show them. From that time onward snakes have been my friends, for thereupon one coiled around his neck, as if to say, I'd have thee speak no more. Another, coiling, tied his arms together, and clinched itself so well in front of him that he could make no use of them at all. Pistoia, ah, Pistoia, why not will to burn to ashes, and no longer last, since in ill-doing thou excelst thy seed? in all of hell's dark rings i have seen no spirit so arrogant toward god not even he who fell down headlong from the walls at thebes without another word he fled away whereat i saw a centaur full of rage come crying where where is the sovereign soul not even maremma has so many snakes i think as on his crupper that one had as far as where our human form begins upon his shoulders right behind his nape there crouched a dragon with wide-opened wings and he sets fire to whomsoe'er he meets my teacher said he yonder carcass is who neath the rocks that form mount aventine oft made a lake of blood he travels not along the road o'er which his brethren go because of having fraudulently robbed the famous herd which he as neighbour had this ended his sly deeds beneath the club of Hercules, who may perhaps have dealt him a hundred blows, whereof he felt but ten. While thus he spoke, that sinner too made off, whereat three spirits came and stood below us, whom neither I nor even my leader noticed, until they all cried out, Who then are ye? Because of which our conversation ceased, for afterward we heeded them alone i knew them not but so it happened then as it is wont to do in certain cases that one perforce employed another's name saying but where can chanfer have remained hence that my leader might give heed i placed my finger in a line from chin to nose if thou art slow now reader to believe what i shall tell no marvel will it be for i who saw it hardly grant i did as toward them i was holding up my brows lo a six-footed serpent hurls itself in front of one and clings to him all over with both its middle feet it clasped his paunch and with its forefeet seized upon his arms then with its teeth it wounded both his cheeks it spread its hind feet out along his thighs and thrusting next its tail between the two it stretched it upward all along his back ivy was never rooted to a tree so fast as round about the other's limbs that horrible wild creature twined its own and thereupon as if hot wax they were they stuck together and their colours mixed till neither seemed to be what it had been just as a brownish hue precedes the flame on burning paper which is not yet black while equally the white part dies away the other two looked on and each exclaimed oh me Angelo, what a change is thine for see thou now art neither two nor one already into one had both heads turned when we two countenances still beheld mixed in a single face where both were lost from the four previous strips two arms were made the thighs and legs the belly and the chest became such members as were never seen 
cancelled therein was every former aspect the transformed figure seemed both two and none and thus appearing slowly moved away as like a lightning flash a lizard looks if changing hedges neath the dog day's scourge across a road it passes even such a little fiery serpent seemed to me as toward the bellies of the other two it came livid and black as peppercorn and in that part through which our nourishment is first received it transfixed one of them and then fell down stretched out in front of him the pierced man gazed at it but nothing said nay firmly on his feet he stood and yawned as if attacked by fever or by sleep he at the serpent looked and it at him one through his wound the other through its mouth smoked hard and each smoke with the other mingled let lucan then be silent where he tells of poor sabellus's and nasidius's fate and giving heed hear what is now proclaimed of cadmus and of arethusa too let ovid cease to speak for though his verse turned him into a snake and make of her a fount i grudge him not for face to face he ne'er so changed two natures that the forms of each were ready to exchange their matter they blended each with each in such a way that while the serpent forkwise clove its tail the wounded man together drew his feet the legs and with them in the very thighs so stuck together that in little time their juncture left no mark that could be seen the cloven tail was taking on the shape which there was being lost the skin of one meanwhile was growing soft and hard the others i saw his arms withdraw into his armpits and both the serpent's feet which were not long lengthen as much as those were growing short and then its hinder feet together twisted became the member which a man conceals while from his own the wretch had two thrust forth and while the smoke was veiling both of them with novel hues and generated hair on one side and deprived of it the other the one stood up and down the other fell nor turned aside for that the impious eyes beneath which each of them was changing face the one who stood drew his in toward his temples and from the excessive matter coming there ears issued on his undeveloped cheeks and that which ran not back but was retained of this superfluous matter gave the face a nose and thickened suitably its lips he who was lying down thrusts forth his muzzle and backward through his head withdraws his ears even as a snail doth with its horns his tongue which single used to be and prompt to speech divides itself while in the other case the split one closes and the smoking stops the soul which had become a savage beast flees hissing through the trench the other spits behind him as he talks then having turned away from him his just created shoulders he to the third said at i'd have booze run on his belly over this path i thus beheld the seventh ballast change and interchange here let its novelty excuse me if it slightly blur my pen and though somewhat bewildered were my eyes and though confused my mind those men could not escape so secretly that i should fail puccio sciancato perfectly to see and of the three companions who came first he only was not changed the other one was he for whom gavile thou dost weep end of inferno canto twenty five